This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. My name's John Leary and this is, of course, The Saturday Quiz. Each week I'm joined on this podcast by a different pair of guests who try to give me the correct answers to the questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper. And this week is no different. Although it is different in that for the first time I'm joined by my guests in real life instead of over Zoom. Will it make it better or worse? Who can say? One of my guests with me today is collecting five-star reviews for her extraordinary performance in the play Prima Facie at the Melbourne Arts Centre, and the other is getting used to being the sidekick in preparation for the Adelaide Fringe show Paul McDermott Plus One, where he is the plus one. Welcome to the show, Sheridan Harbridge and Glenn Morehouse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you both so much for joining me in the flesh. What a pleasure. Isn't it crazy? We're deep in the bowels of the Melbourne Theatre Company. (laughs) Yes, yes we are. Where I am currently rehearsing and you are performing, Sheridan. Performing, yeah. Eight shows a week, smacking them out. How's it going? I saw it the other night and it is marvellous. You are extraordinary. Thanks. Yeah. it's good to be back at it. I did it a year ago now, mm-hmm. so and it's the first time I've been back on stage since then. So yeah, right. I'm just like finding my stage legs. Nice. Well, yeah. you found them marvelously. You yeah, smashed it out of the out of the park. I don't think my listeners can if they don't already have tickets. I don't think they can get tickets. Probably because you're Though so every day, sold out. Little ones appear. Oh, single really? ones appear every Secret day. So ones. get in there. Get in there. Okay. If you're yeah. in Melbourne. Go and see it. It's marvellous, marvellous show. Uh, and Glenn. Hey, man. How are you going? I'm good, man. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, look, I've just flown into Melbourne. Yeah. I've just come down to actually uh, see the show. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I'm, I'm going to go see the show We've tonight. been working together for a year, but Glenn has never seen me act. Oh. Neither has he Googled me to know what I do. And I bring this up all the time. I'm like, can you Google me? I'm actually good. Yeah. But he doesn't know. Wow. Are you you don't use Google? Is that like a? I, I don't need to Google you. I, I'm working with you. <laughs> no, in the flesh. Uh, yeah. So look, I've just found down, but I've um, just finished two weeks uh, workshop uh, putting a new show together with Paul McDermott. With Paul McDermott. Yeah. That you're doing at the Adelaide Fringe, right? Yeah, we start out the Adelaide Fringe. So brilliant. We've got oh, are you some... doing a whole full circuit? Oh, we'll be travelling around. Yeah, we're, we're sort of uh, just finalising the tour, so we'll announce very shortly. Excellent. But um, Adelaide's and... always our first stop to. Two weeks at two weeks at Adelaide to nice. sort of workshop the new show and yeah yeah and what is it what is you're the plus one what does that mean 
<laughs> it means I'm anonymous. <laughs> Paul jokes all the time. He's had so many sidekicks and so many guitarists with him that he's he's stopped naming them. But <laughs> yeah, right, I just found it humorous. Yeah, yeah. And Paul would not announce my name on stage. We'd get to the shut some shows, and he just he'd always just say we've run out of time. What a joke! So we, thought, we just thought it was fun. Yeah, but it that also meant gross. that um, our our creative process was, um, you know, there was no sort of ego in there. Because that's Paul McDermott. I mean, the guy's a legend. Yeah. So I was just, for me, it was just about the craft, about writing songs and watching a comedian, a true comedian and artist at work. Yeah, right. Yeah. You've so never you, said so you've written the songs. Me. You don't say any of this about me behind my back. I know you don't. <laughs> Truth hurts. <laughs> Wait till he's promoting the show that you okay, make okay. together. <laughs> so you've written new songs for this show? Yeah, yeah. I've written oh, cool. whole, uh, it's a brand new show. Um, it's called Blood Orange. Oh, okay. Uh, so we've got a title for it. Uh, the last couple of, the last two years we've done shows, which has been sporadic due to, mm-hmm. due to the pandemic. We've sort of always been this sort of focusing on, on the human response to the pandemic. Right. Uh, whereas this year we've sort of, you know, I guess as we're stepping outside of the pandemic, we've broadened our scope to, to look at other aspects of the world and maybe what's going wrong with it. And, Excellent. you know, being cynical yeah. old people. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Well... Why don't we get stuck into the quiz? Um, are you ready? Oh, oh yeah, we are ready <coughs> to reveal go. our lack of education. <laughs> I think you're going to be okay. I think <sighs> I'm looking through the questions. I, I reckon seem you'll be all right. Smart, but it's my acting. You seem voice. very smart on the stage. <laughs> yeah, because in, in prima facie, because you're playing a lawyer. Words, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet, yeah, you're a. Um, uh, even though she, the the character that you're playing, Tess, is that yes, her name? Yes, Tessa. Yes. Uh, she, even though she comes from uh, probably lower socioeconomic yeah, working class, yeah, working class, yeah, yeah. She she really rattles the cages. Yeah, and, she and, rose to the top. She, yeah, she fought hard. Yeah, yeah. Where I just rose to go to acting school, <laughs> where I wrote a five hundred word essay once. So that's my education. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Okay, here we go. Let's see how you do. Question number one. Yep. Who is Australia's next ambassador to the United States? And there's a bonus point for naming the outgoing ambassador. Okay. Uh, The ingoing, isn't it? um, Isn't it Kevin? It is. Kevin Rudd. Yeah. It's K-Rudd. It's K-Rudd. And isn't it? Was it? The silly, silly guy. The silly know. guy. Um, Who's the silly guy? Who's the silly guy? Oh, yeah. Who is of... the silly guy? <laughs> the one who did the really bad budget and had the cigar. Oh, no. There, this is a... You're thinking of... What's his the face? The former... He, was, he uh, yeah, has been gosh, over there, though, but maybe he wasn't the ambassador. He was the ambassador, but... Yeah, what's his name? They did a really bad budget, everyone hated, and then got caught smoking cigars afterwards. Um... Oh, yeah. um, Joe Hockey. Joe Hockey. Hockey. So, Very oh, well so. done. This person replaced Joe Hockey. Oh, jeez. So it is another former Liberal Party politician. Of course it is. He was the um, chief of staff to John Howard before he became a senator. Oh. A.S. are his initials. A.S. Is there a rhymes with? <laughs> oh well, it sounds. I, I'm pretty sure it's a. He's got a Greek surname. I like that you looked at me just then. What racist? <laughs> uh, I'm a of Lebanese. Uh, uh, oh, um, Arthur is his first name. Arthur. Oh, um, 
No, I'm just I'm just gonna tell you. Uh, Arthur Sinodinos. Sinodinos. Uh, Sinodinos. No? no, I don't know. That wasn't who I was thinking no, of. No, it wasn't no. in there? No. Who's he? Who's he? What's he done? Hey, we've got <laughs> He's done names and stuff. Hey, we've got K Red and we've Sheridan got Sheridan wrote a five hundred word. Yeah. <laughs> What's he done? He's the outgoing ambassador He's to the, outgoing. the United States. And you're right, Kevin Rudd is the new one. Yeah. All right, question number two. In computer terminology, mm. what does the U in USB stand for? Oh. Do you know this? Utility. Not is... utility. Oh, sorry. No. Oh. Oh. You must surely know this, Glenn. U- I don't know that I do know it. U- uh... I was going to... I was. You really thought I'd know this, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I really thought you, yeah. you would. You do look kind of... You techie. look like a, a bit of a yeah. kind of techie nerd. I'll take that. A little yeah. bit. I'll yeah. take that. I, um, I think that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That's um, a compliment um, here. What, United Utility. You're, You're closer with United. But United. Um, Universal. Universal oh, is the right answer. Uni- have to, yeah. I was just trying to think because it's, yeah. Yeah. It shares information between multiple. Yeah, that's right. Techie. Do you know, it's trickier to know what the S and the B stand for. Do you know what they might be? Universal yeah. standard. Universal standard. Standard. Basic. Button. <laughs> Button. <laughs> but no, no, it stands for universal serial bus. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Universal course. serial bus. Yeah. Of course. That makes actual. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Does it? Okay. A group of seven companies began the development of USB in 1995. Those companies were Compaq, Deck. IBM, Intel, Microsoft, NEC, and Nortel. Mm. Ah, how about ah. that? Uh, they began making it as an industry standard that establishes specifications for cables, connectors, and protocols for connection, communication, and power supply between computers and yeah. peripherals. There you go. We are using two USBs currently. Great. I'm a fan of the USB-C, by the way. Oh, yeah? I love that it's the thing that everyone has to have now. I'm into it. Oh. Yeah. So it has I don't, to be that I don't now. really know. They've my... now decreed oh, it yeah? all has to be USB-C. Really? Getting rid of that other little the other funny little... doobala. Yeah. Got to be the other one now. Mm. To uh, stop wastage, of course. Good. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. I yeah. like that. means that they can't change the iPhone bloody yeah. thing every... Apple are angry. But... Every couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right, question number three. Which singer recently announced their Renaissance World Tour? Oh. Yeah? It's Beyonce. Yeah, it was Beyonce, Beyonce. wasn't it? Beyonce, yeah. yeah. It's Beyonce. Come on. God, well done. These are heaps better than the questions they got last week. <laughs> we can get these. I think so. I think you're right. I can find this stuff know, on the internet. Uh, can you name any of Beyonce's previous tours? Oh, there was the um, Sasha Fierce. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't called. It was, Sasha and it was called something like I, I am, I am, I am ellipsis. That's uh, it. Yeah. I am. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Was World it? Tour. Oh, oh, fantastic! Yeah. I went and saw that tour. Oh, did you? Oh, saw it at um. Actually, I saw it in Melbourne. Oh yeah. Uh, at whatever. Whatever. Still Rod Laver. Oh yeah. Still Rod Laver. Yeah. 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 Isn't there another one that they changed the name? Doesn't matter. No. Let's not get controversial. Uh, um. Yeah. No, I went and saw that tour. It was. It was mind blowing. Yeah. One of the greatest things I'd seen. She's clearly one of the great singers of Absolutely. any generation, like yeah. any time. And yeah, yeah. it was, it was I'd, phenomenal. I'd love to see her live. I've, I've never seen her live. I went with two other mates. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we all, we're all into music and stuff. And we all sort of went, got our tickets and we turned up. <laughs> and there was just these three kind of blokes. 
and teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all wow. screaming. And by the end of it, we were screaming with them. That's funny. Totally into it. Totally yeah. bought into it. You, I might, you know I've got it. I can get a real squeal yeah, in my voice. And a, I was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, her previous shows, I am. Uh, she started with Dangerously in Love tour. Oh, yes, that's right. The yeah. Beyonce Experience. The I am World Tour. The Mrs. Carter Show. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yes. And, and there's been a, a couple of other ones. Uh, oh, one other one. The Formation World yeah. Tour. Yeah. Which was, um, didn't come to Australia. Right. That was North America and Europe. And now the Renaissance Tour. There you go. Is there she coming go. to Australia? She will. She will for Renaissance, I'm pretty sure. We should all go. We should all go. We should yeah. all go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Question number four. Are there... More bones in the human foot or human hand? Oh, I feel like it would be hand. Like more dexterity, but then I guess the foot's so long. Or the, the bones leading up to the toesies. Yeah, but there's all these, t- there's all these yeah. sm- tiny bones in your hand. Mm. Yeah. Shall we go hand? Surely. Yeah. Surely the advent of the opposable thumb has oh, somehow... Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like the, right. everything about the precision grip, the, the that's the an hand. interesting way of, of going about it. Yeah, we like the foot hand. structurally, there would there's quite a lot of bones. Mm. I feel, like, I feel look, like they'd be stronger. Let me stronger. tell you this: it's a very tight race. Yes. There's only one bone extra. Oh, See, and I feel like winner. he's leading us to foot. <laughs> I feel like that's what he's doing. <laughs> okay, it's hand, hand. We're gonna go hand. It is hand. It is. Very well yes. done. The hand has. 27 bones. Yep. And the foot has 26 bones. Wow. Yeah. The extra bone, the extra bone in the hand is the pissy form. Oh, I think I'm saying that. I need to have a crack at my craft. (laughs) (laughs) Pissy form. It's the little, it's it's a sesamoid bone, Mm -hmm. which, and do you know what that is? Mm, I've heard the term. A sesamoid bone is a small bone that is commonly found embedded within a muscle or tendon near oh. joint surfaces, existing as focal areas of ossification and functioning as a pulley to alleviate stress on that particular muscle or tendon. The pisiform is, it's in your, you can actually, it's the, it's... In the lumpy bit. The, yeah, the name is derived from the Latin word pisum or pisum, which means pea, and it's that little bumpy round... Yeah, yeah, I got it. Kind of yeah. on the ed- on the outside edge of your wrist. Yeah. There you go. I love that we're all touching our yeah, wrists. Yeah, we are. Your listeners are... Really <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Everyone at home's doing it too. Yeah. Touching their little pissy bit. And that's, or, the, that's the only extra bone. That's the only extra bone. As far as numbers-wise, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, so well, there you go. Because you've got, you know, obviously five fingers, five toes, you know, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. one thing. And they, they've all got the same amount of joints... Your toes and yeah, your, right. yeah, your yeah. fingers have the same amount of joints. and yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Question number five. How does MI6 secret agent James Bond like his martinis? Shaken, oh. not stirred. Very well done. What? Very quick. I mean, that, this that's... Is... Come on. Have they give? Have you given us the beginners? <laughs> I don't choose. I don't choose the questions. Uh, they are provided by Cindy McDonald. Uh, yes, shaken not stirred. Shaken not stirred is the right answer. Do you? Are you martini drinkers? Oh, Either do, of you? Uh, I like a dirty, 
dirty, oh, dirty, dirty. Very dirty martini. Dirty vodka martini. Like, yeah. I want brine mm-hmm. with just a shot of vodka poured into it. I've ordered it at a bar and then someone made me drink a glass of water first. They're like, you're going to die. I'm like, I hope I do. Like, Love it. Wow. Yeah. And do you ask for it shaken, not stirred? Well, they just, it's like default, isn't it? They yeah. just shake it. I think they these do. These days, don't these they? These days. Yeah. But I'm going to ask for a stirred one. Do you just know? Just to stir but the what's, pot. Do you know what the difference is or what apparently the difference is? Well, wouldn't it be about the amount of ice that's diluting it exactly yeah so there's there's different theories over why james bond orders it shaken not stirred and it's that some people say that uh when you shake a martini it dilutes it more than it does when you stir Mm. it and so he's trying to like have a drink but stay as sober oh, oh he's trying to stay sharp he's trying to stay sharp that, i don't know if that's true because he tends to like just get, get on the liquor yeah regard like who yeah. cares um in the books in total bond orders 19 vodka martinis and 16 gin martinis mm. throughout fleming's novels and short stories and in the films the shaken martini is mentioned twice in the first Bond film, Dr. No, but not by him. Ah. It's not said by him. It's um, the waiter that brings him a drink says, one medium dry vodka martini mixed, like you said, sir, but not stirred. <laughs> and later, Dr. No presents Bond with a drink, a medium dry vodka martini, lemon peel, shaken, not stirred. Wow. Yeah. He didn't actually vocally order one himself until Goldfinger. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Because there's, there's, a, there's a term for it, and I, it's just clean gone from me, but there's a term where we misremember, uh, you know. <laughs> That's funny that that, that has remember. gone from me. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping someone else would jump in there. With it. Do you mean the Mandela effect? Is that it? Well, the Mandela effect is that, yeah, we think of a historical yeah. thing that's happened. Yeah. But we misremember it. So a lot of people, it's called the Mandela effect that because be, yeah, yeah. a lot of people remember and swear that they remember him dying in prison, which didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm. That's where it comes from. I didn't know that. That's where it comes from. Yeah. <gasps> Can't we do this every week with you? Thanks <laughs> so much. Thank you. That's very nice of you. been a great time. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back with the rest of the questions right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm with Sheridan Harbridge and Glenn Morehouse, and we're up to question number six. Here we go. The Italian word arancione translates to what colour in English? I think it's... Because don't you see that written on, like, the blood orange? Like the... the it's always the little arancini drink. 
Interesting. Yeah. Is that? And not just cross promoting your show, Blood Orange. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh, you didn't. I, I was I, like, I as soon as he said that, I was like, mm, well, nice. interesting. Am I in the ballpark? You are very much in the yeah. ballpark. Is it? It's orange, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the colour orange. Yes. Arancione, because the fruit is called arancia. Ah. Arancia, maybe. Arancia. Yeah. Ah. There you go. Between the two of us, we make one person who knows something about life. (laughs) Teamwork. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number seven. Which musical features the song... Let's go fly a kite. Mary Poppins. Very good. Do you, what can you tell me about Mary Poppins? Ah, well, it's the it's the P. L. Travers. Oh, novel. very good. Yeah, Thank the, you. the I novels. Knew you'd want a hard fact. Yeah. Um, Do you know who wrote the? Because the musical it was the film first. Yeah. I thought it was a stage musical first, but no, it's not. the film and uh, Cameron Mackintosh. Adapted it. Yeah, that's right. With, I don't know who the actual book writers were, but he he was the big one who adapted it. Yeah. Do you know who did the songs for the film? N- no. No? I'd know it. I think I'd know it if you said it. They are the Sherman brothers. Yes, that's right. Do you know them? Robert and Richard Sherman? Yeah. They wrote, apparently, they wrote more motion picture musical song scores than any other yes. songwriting team in film history. Because it was all like bed knobs and broomsticks. Exactly. So like, I chitty, love... chitty, bang, bang, when is that going to be those on the stage? Yeah. Those yeah. guys wrote wrote them all. And yeah. that, they're sons of a Tin Pan Alley songwriter, right. Al Sherman. Mm. Um, and they, they also wrote the song which is believed to be the most performed song in the world. Do you know what that might be? Well, it's, I mean, it's not Happy Birthday. No, it's not Happy Birthday. Most performed song in the world. Yeah, most, uh, I guess most, um, you know, professionally performed or recorded or, you know. Is it from one of the movies? It's not, but uh, it is related very much to Disney. Yeah, I'm thinking like that zippity doo da. No. Um, no, that wouldn't, it'd be something that's. Uh, what's the one that Jiminy Cricket no, that, um, that, that's, that's not uh, it either. Uh, I'm going to give you another clue. It's the song on a ride at oh, Disney. It's a world after all. Oh, it's, world a, it's, a, it's a small world after yes. all. It's a small world after all, yeah. I've never heard anyone sing that song. Well, <laughs> apparently that because it plays nonstop in oh, Disneyland or loop. Disney World parks, all yeah. over the world. Of course. It gets, you know, it racks up the count. Yeah, it's sort of the most the, performed in that sense, like the most, uh, yeah, most yeah, played, played and played. Yeah. yeah. There, you go. there you go. They wrote that. It's a small world after all. Mm. Um, what were their names again, sorry? Robert and Richard Sherman. Uh, there you go. Racking, yeah. and I'd, racking up the royalties. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, question number eight. <laughs> what is the world's largest... Inland body of water. And this, is this classic one. Trivia. Yeah, this one's classic trivia. And it's also the one that I've done the least research on. <laughs> Fantastic. We're in for a great chat. Okay. <laughs> so let me thinking, do that now. Okay. Are it's, we thinking it's, Africa continent? Oh, potential. Yeah. But I, uh, possibly Europe, possibly sort of. I don't feel like. Caucasus region. Oh, now you're getting a little. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not Africa. Yeah. It's it is uh 
technically Asia. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of um. It, so so there's. But it's it's eastern. More close to the Middle East. I'm just trying yeah. to think. So we've got like. Uh, what's up that way? Caspian Sea. Very well done. That is the answer. <laughs> Glenn! Yeah. I was just bringing you for a laugh and you're getting them all. <laughs> the Caspian, Caspian sea, sea is the world's largest inland body of water. Wow. Yeah. Often described as the world's largest lake. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Full stop. Well, no, it's, it's I'm just reading Wikipedia, but it's, so, it's you know. really yeah, because it's confusing because sometimes they call them a sea, mm. even though they they're not officially yes. a sea. What uh, so Caspian Sea is that sort of um, what's that? Uzbekistan? What's neighbouring? Sure. Um, <laughs> the lake's name. How about we go there? Stems from Caspi, an ancient people who lived to the southwest of the sea in Transcor. Yeah. Transcaucasia. Yeah, Caucasus Mountains. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. So the countries that border the Caspian Sea are Kazakhstan, Iran, Azerbaijan, Russia, and Turkmenistan. Mm. Great. There you go. Okay. Very well done. I must admit, I'm quite proud of myself. You're very good. Thank You're you. Very Thank good. you. Very but kind. I got the blood orange. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but you, yeah, did. you won't let me forget that. <laughs> All right, question number nine. Which bands with transport-related names had hits with the respective songs Drive, Hey Soul Sister, and Somebody to Love? Okay. Um, uh, Drive was by The Cars. Very well done. Hey Soul Sister was by Train. Wow. What was the last one, sorry? Somebody to Love. Um, oh, you've I mean, I'm automatically smashed it with those. First. I'm thinking yeah. of Queen. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's not. But it can't be. Um, it's not that one. Transport related. What like journey? No, it's not. It's ju- more. It's more vehicle. Yeah, there's vehicular. Two, <laughs> it's more ve- the vehicular. Planes, the t- we can just let's just go go through transport. Y- yeah. Um. Well, you, you Jefferson said, Airplane. Jefferson oh, Airplane Glenn! is the answer. Yes, he's doing a lap, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do you know those songs? Can you give me a little... Oh, well, that, there's that one. Oh, Who's gonna drive you home? Oh, is that it's that an one? amazing song. Oh, yes. Um, incredible song, which yeah. uh, was quite a... Um, I, from memory, it was um, a real... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was, a, it was a... They stepped outside of their sphere, right. the cars, to produce that song. Yeah. Which was kind of playing more into the uh, yacht rock mm. phenomenon that was happening. What was that? And it was it was, was used a in a different TV singer for here. Oh, was it? Like it was someone else in the band who right. didn't always sing. Like Rick Rick Okasek sure. was the oh, tall yeah, guy, right. the guitarist. And I think it was the keyboard player that sung or something like that. That's why it sounded so different for them. Mm. What was the second song? What was the second song? Hey, soul sister. I don't remember all the words, but. Mm. That was a, yeah. sort of, a generic pop yeah, song, that's you know, that Train, one. yeah. And then Jefferson yeah. Airplane. No, the, the, the Cars song, yeah. Drive, yeah. is sung by bassist. There you go. Benjamin Orr. Yeah. Yeah. It is written by Rick Okasek. Okasek. I think it was Okasek. Yeah. So he wrote it, but um, yeah, the bassist sung it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, and they, yeah, the point of difference. They wanted something mm. to sound different. And, yeah. Wow. And then the Very Train one, I, yeah. I don't know. I just remember that song. Mm. I just remember that little hook. What's the hook in the... Hey, soul sister. Oh, what about the other one? What's the... Oh, Jefferson Airplane. Oh, yeah. When the lip is gone, here I want you, want somebody love. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Is that Jefferson Airplane? Yeah. It is. Sure. Okay. 
Sure. It's been covered though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm thinking of it as a disco. Um, <laughs> but they did it. Yeah. Don't you want somebody to love? Yeah. Okay. It is. That's the. Uh, sure. They're the lyrics that okay. I've got here. There you go. Me. That's it then. Very well done. And we are up to the final question. <gasps> oh. You've done incredibly well. Really very here well. we go. It's the sports question. Oh, okay. Oh, so we'll see. Question number 10. Lauren Jackson yep. suffered a season-ending injury to which part of her body during a WNBL game on February 4? Okay. Do we know the sport? Uh, she's a basketball. Very well um, done. She's okay, one of the Glenn. greatest female basketball players, or shall I say one of the greatest basketball players yes. of yeah. all time. Absolutely. Um, incredible player. Uh, dominated in the WNBA. Absolutely. For many years over in the Stellar States. 20 year career yeah. that included four Olympics, multiple WNBA championships, WNBA MVP crowns, and a Smith Hall of Fame entry. Mm-hmm. She retired in 2016 due to a degenerative knee injury and struggled with painkillers, surgeries, and depression for many years. But after joining a medicinal cannabis trial in 2021, she was able to begin training and playing again, and in a remarkable comeback at age 41... That's incredible. ...went from playing for her local team in Albury to returning to the Australian Opals in the FIBA, or FIBA, World Cup in Sydney in August last year. But what part of her body did she injure... Recently, I, in February, her, her pissy bone. Her, her pissy bone. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. She didn't break her. Although apparently that's very. I don't know. Very painful when you break your pissy form. I feel. I feel like it, it would be something like maybe an ankle or something like. Oh, you're much closer yeah, there. Yeah, a, a foot. Not a no. not a foot. Shin bone. What's in your ankle? What What makes up part of your ankle? Achilles. Your Achilles. Oh, oh no! Did she rupture it? She. Yeah. I don't know if she ruptured it, but it, she certainly injured it. Her Achilles oh, tendon. That, Sorry, Lauren. I, yeah. I, I get quite squeamish about yeah. Achilles because I just think that would have to be one of the I know. most horrific things to feel. Absolutely. Yeah, and it happened, uh, like, when they, when they go twang, like, they just, oh. you know. It was also, it was in Kill Bill, wasn't it? Oh. Remember when, when Uma's on the ground and she yeah, yeah, they, she waits for him behind that creepy guy. In and the, then, like, yeah, and cuts she, him. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember going, Gosh. Um, so yeah, okay. So it was her Achilles. Yeah, her Achilles. There you go. Ah, oh, yeah. I thought if it was career-ending, it would have to be something well, down low. Yeah, it might. It's season, certainly season-ending. Might not be career. She might. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I, I might have I misheard what you said. But. but I mean, she's for a sports person. She's Amazing. pretty old. Like, yeah, yeah. imagine getting back into it at yeah. forty-one. Forget about it. Yeah, it's one thing to play for you for. Aubrey Wodonga. Oh, so, sorry, I don't want to mention no, the rivalry. Against Wodonga. The greatest rivalry of our time. I'm going to go sign up for Wodonga. Just... <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, well done, you two. You did really, really well. We did all right, I'm, Glenn. I'm impressed. Yeah, I am impressed. And right. That felt good. Good. I, felt, I feel like a bigger and better person. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Not that you can improve on what you do eight shows a week. We could add a star currently. to that review. Six star <laughs> review. Six star <laughs> review. It's just extraordinary. I wish you so very well with it. Thank you. What else can I say about that? Ah, oh, well, Glenn's going to see it tonight. We'll see what he oh, thinks great. of my acting. Yeah, after excellent. All this time. Yeah, I'll come back and review it next week. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> how did you manage to get a ticket? 
We've I, had this in the pipeline for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Secret yeah. backdoor MTC business. <laughs> and uh, break legs to you also, Glenn, for your show, Paul McDermott Plus One, uh, doing Blood Orange. Blood Orange. Aaron Gianni <laughs> at... Adelaide Fringe. Adelaide Fringe, yeah. Adelaide Fringe. And That's where it starts, and then we'll we'll be heading around the country after that. So Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Thanks, well, thanks so much, guys. Ah, thanks for having us on. The best. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to my guests this week, Sheridan Harbridge and Glenn Morehouse. And thanks, as always, to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. I pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.